I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Hello, good morning, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and I'm so excited, as always, for the episode that I have for you lovely people today. I have Melissa Smiley, the founder of Manuka Sunday and the co-founder of Verve Studios. Manuka Sunday is a platform where Melissa shares her wellness, productivity hacks, tips, and tricks on Instagram. She is amazing. She also has a website for Manuka Sunday, and Verve Studios is where she collaborates with individuals and other brands on their branding and their strategies. She even helped me curate my new website, alanaray.ca. Melissa is amazing, or Mel, as she likes to go by. We talk about her career, what led her to where she is today, and some tips and tricks she has for finding and discovering what you want to do coming out of that post-grad standpoint coming out of college coming out of university whatever it may be i'm so excited for you guys to hear that but until then let's get into our weekly intention or at least my weekly intention however i would love to hear what your weekly intentions are on our instagram at morning ray podcast so definitely check that out if you aren't following already but onto my weekly intention so my weekly intention is to spend less time on my phone and to be more mindful when I am on my phone. I've been noticing that my screen time has gone up, but it's also gone down in some weeks depending on how much schoolwork or what I'm doing. But I really wanna try to spend less time on my phone. I find myself mindlessly scrolling and I don't really love that. So 
my goal is to spend less time on my phone. And when I am on my phone to be very mindful of it. And I don't want to substitute that time that I would normally be on my phone with being on my computer. So just overall, less screen time, being mindful and being aware and Yeah, so that brings me into my tip of the week. I always like to correlate the tip of the week with my weekly intention to not only help myself and bring that front of mind, but also to maybe help you guys, the listeners, to maybe if you want to have that same weekly intention, know how you can go about working towards it. Or maybe this tip would just be helpful in your life, um, no matter what your weekly or monthly or daily intentions are. So this is something... I started doing more regularly this past week, but it's to put your phone on do not disturb and to leave it in another room, especially if you're trying to get work done, whether it be work for your job, um, for your side hustle, for school, no matter what it may be, putting your phone on do not disturb and leaving it out of sight. So I've been putting mine in the washroom, (laughs) kind of random and an odd place I would say to put your phone but it has been working I was able to get my assignments done my final assignments as the semester wraps up and when I did this I actually realized I was sitting on my bed doing work which I don't really recommend but as sitting on my bed doing work every now and again I would reach down to my side as if my phone was there to try to pick it up so I'm clearly very addicted and attached to my phone and I'm trying to work on that so I encourage you if you feel similarly, I know with everything being digitally, we've gotten a lot more attached to our devices than we were even before the pandemic. We were very attached before. So I encourage you to put your phone on do not disturb, not to bring it with you to every single place. I've been leaving my phone upstairs when I go downstairs to make dinner or lunch or breakfast, whatever it may be. I really try to leave my phone in separate rooms and not to have it tied up my hip. This week, we get to have what my therapist said. I saw my therapist tomorrow. It had been a really long time. I think it was like over a month. But this is what my therapist said. We essentially spoke a lot about optimism versus being a pessimist. And if I'm someone who's an optimist or I'm a pessimist or what I would really say I'm in between and being able to see the silver lining. And I definitely feel like I can be a little bit of both. I'm definitely a realist, but I can definitely go off into dreamland. And within this past year, I have been encouraging myself to be able to find the silver lining in my own circumstances and situations. I noticed that I was able to see them more in my friend's situations or other people I was talking to in their situations, what was going on in their life. But when it came to me, it was really all or nothing. And learning to find that silver lining and being aware of having that mindset of being an optimist or a pessimist or being somewhere in between and finding that silver lining is really important. We also spoke a lot about expectations, self-expectations, society's expectations. And my therapist asked me, do you think your individual expectations are a reflection of society's expectations? And at first I didn't really think so, but- Then we kind of dived a bit deeper and she pointed out to me that the reason why you have these expectations on yourself is because you want to show up as someone that you feel society expects you to be and show up as in a part of society. So 
really our own expectations are a reflection of what we perceive society's expectations to be or what they actually may be. So I think it's really important that to be able to let go of expectations entirely, especially the ones we hold ourselves to, whether they be really out of reach and out of touch and to this like high extreme level of perfectionism, we really have to let go of those expectations that society has or those expectations that our close circles have, that our parents have for us, that our siblings have for us, that our loved ones or significant others um, in order to really be okay and content with who we are at heart, um, who we are at the core. On a much lighter note, let's do my current faves. I have two for you. And the, the first one, if you've been following my Instagram stories, is cereal. But in specific, it is like Cheerios, like the Honey Nut Cheerios. Or I've actually been purchasing the Nature's Path Organics Honey O's, something along that line. Um, I've been loving having that with frozen or fresh blueberries, a little bit of cinnamon, and then non-dairy milk. I don't know. I'm just on a cereal kick. I've been having it for breakfast. I had, I went through two boxes of it and I encouraged myself to not repurchase it just for a little bit so that I'm not just getting into the habit of having the same meals every day. I'm really making an emphasis to diversify my gut microbiome by eating a variety of foods and challenging myself to step out of my habits of having the same meals every single day. Um, but yeah, really loving cereal. I don't know. I'm, I was never really like a huge cereal person growing up as really like an ego waffle pancake type of person. But in high school, I remember in grade 12 as having honey nut Cheerios a lot. So I don't know. I'm just very into cereal and I'm trying to diversify it and not have it so much because I was literally having it every single day. My mom loves cereal. Maybe that's where I get it from. But my second favorite is nail art. I'm currently looking on my nails. I have little smiley faces on my nails. I believe I have the base of bubble bath. And then I have blue and lilac, like light blue and lilac smiley faces. And it just makes me so happy. I don't know. I'm just on a kick with nail art. I've been into investing in my nails, whether it's press-ons or getting a manicure. Um, I think it's just so much fun. And I think it's like the little things are really like are what's there to look forward to. Like we don't have to have these big events. And I think that's what like COVID and quarantine has taught us. We don't need to have these big like monumental events. It really is a little the little things, the mundane things that we can get excited about, we can romanticize them. But yeah, I'm really obsessed with my nails. They're on my Instagram at LennyBFit. If you haven't seen them, I highly recommend you go and scout them out or scope them out. But anyways, I'm so excited to have Mel onto the pod. And I think you guys are really going to love the episode. I'm so excited to have Mel on the episode, the founder of Manuka Sunday and the co-founder of Verse Studios. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So let's bring Mel on. So I'm here with Melissa, the creator of Manuka Sunday. Welcome to Morning Ray. Hello, hello. So for those that don't know you, who are you, where are you from, and what is your zodiac sign? Okay. Well, hello, and thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be chatting of with course. you about 
this whole realm, but I am Melissa Smiley. I'm from Vancouver. A lot of people call me Mel. I created Manuka Sunday about a year ago when we all kind of went into the stay-at-home situation. I kind of fell in love with finding my own community and like creating health and wellness, um, inspiration and motivation and productivity hacks and like just sharing what I what my passions are with this beautiful community that I found. And but yeah, I kind of like a background story. I'm from Vancouver. I came to Toronto for university with a volleyball scholarship. That's kind of like what brought me out to Toronto. And okay. then what kept me here was kind of like finding out how many different possibilities and like experiences there are within the city in um, my marketing career. So I took communications at York University and that was kind of like a broad, very broad situation. And so it kind of gave me different paths to kind of check out. Um, I had a little bit of experience in internships and uh, I mean like in-field experience with little jobs here and there that kind of got me on my way to see like what I really wanted to do within the marketing world. And then now we're here a couple years later, well, five or six years later, um, graduated with a communications and photography degree. And now I run my social media and creative agency with my fiance. I am a Virgo through and through. <laughs> Ooh, yes, I totally get Virgo vibes. My mom is a Virgo. I see oh, that. Yeah. I see. <laughs> There's some things where I'm like, okay, I don't know if I fully fit that, but then it's just me being like, I, sh- I shouldn't feel like I fit that, but I definitely fit in. <laughs> Yes, I'm a Leo. We get along. I think so. Um, okay, so give me the elevator pitch on Manuka Sunday. Like, what is the brand? What are your pillars? Like, give me the rundown. Okay, so Manuka Sunday was kind of built on the foundation of that, like, wellness shouldn't just be for certain people. I think that it's, I came to a place where, I mean, volleyball has been ingrained in my life since I was little. I mean, I ran. I did sports all throughout my life. Community has been a huge thing and like always being within that like team aspect or having that really strong community was so important to me and my family. So I really wanted to bring that into it. I think community is a huge aspect of what I do on Manuka Sunday and I just wanted it to be somewhere where people could feel warm and welcomed and but also be learning these cool things about our health that you can do on a daily basis. It doesn't take like going to do a $500 facial or something that can improve your daily well-being. It can be just from doing the little things here and there, like the mindful practices within your day that make your work-life balance better, that will make your like motivation stronger, productivity faster, like everything. I'm just like so in tune with all of that. And I'm not saying that I'm a expert in any of this because I just love sharing like what I find in my passions. I think that Manuka Sunday is a cool way to show show the stuff that I learn and research, but it's also a way to ask like uncomfortable questions and just grow with this beautiful community that's been created. And I think that I love that. Yeah, thank you. And I appreciate you being a part of it. <laughs> Um, you have a lot of graphics and fun branded content on Manuka Sunday. Where did you learn to create all that content? Do you use Canva? Do you use Photoshop? 
tell me what is the creative process behind creating content for your feed and for your clients as well? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of different avenues for it. And a lot of people kind of get stuck where they're being like, I don't have Photoshop skills, or I don't have illustrator skills. And I think that nowadays, there's so many different options out there. I mean, I would say like, I am a creative professional that like has the skills to use those programs like Adobe, Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, like those things. And those have their whole world, their whole language and everything that I've kind of like tapped into just by learning um, like self-taught and YouTube and Skillshare and all those different practices. But then you have that other side of things where Canva and things like Adobe Spark, these free things that are out there that can just like help bring brand awareness to you. So that's kind of, those are the things that I really use a lot. I kind of do a little bit of both. I love adding like my own, my own unique design and like my fonts and my logos and stuff like that through um, using Adobe Photoshop and Illustrator, like I said, but then also kind of like making it universal and accessible I guess by with like working with clients and I'll, I'll put I'll make like little unique designs here and there and then throw them into Canva and create a template for them so it's like if I were to make a template for you you could have it for months on end and just be changing things here and there and like actually be able to have the creative process for yourself as well not just being kind of like stuck to a box of being like okay well this designer made something for me but I only had like five ideas out of it rather than creating something that's a little bit more unique to you, but has so much more access to like different ideas, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's more malleable. Like you're able to like, it's more fluid and you can change up what it is. Yeah. That's what I kind of, I play around with Canva. That's where I make everything and anything. And I've learned how to really like get out of like I'll use a template but then I'll totally change it and kind of just use it as like the base of my inspiration and I'm trying to learn how to use like Procreate on my iPad and like different applications I've always been someone that's like a self-starter self-learner but I think it's really great that you like taught yourself how to do all those things and that you don't have to necessarily like do an undergrad or like a certificate or something in like graphic design to be able to pick up on these skills totally yeah totally and I think that that's like that just being said is I I think I learned a lot in university but it was a lot of like the explanation behind why we do a lot of things and not like the actual hands-on tools and that's why I thought like getting an internship and like getting my hands dirty and like kind of thrown in the fire and having to be almost like forced to learn something really fast is one, it like gave me so many skills for other things, like more stressful environments for work or anything like that. But it also, it just like, it gave me that toolbox that I was like, okay, I can, if I don't know how to do something, there's definitely something out on Google or YouTube or like somebody else has done this and I'm going to figure out how to do it myself and then add my own little twist to it. So I think that it's, it's one thing to be going to like university and all this for this, but, and that's an amazing that's amazing route as Mm -hmm. well but I think that nowadays especially there's so much out there that we can all create whatever we want our careers to be like online 
Yeah, for sure. And there's tutorials on TikTok if you have like a short attention span. There's stuff on YouTube. Skillshare is constantly being pushed as an advertisement on every single platform. So there's so many resources available that are affordable and accessible to many. So you have your own company with your fiance. Tell me a little bit what got you here and like what led you to start your own company. So I got to the point where I was kind of, I was, I used to be working in the hospitality industry for, I was a marketing director in a hospitality firm in Toronto. And that got, that was a full-time thing, but I just got to the point where I felt like I was working so much that I was like, I didn't have time for my own life and I didn't have time to actually enjoy the, the spare time that I had. And it was just like constantly working. And I'm so grateful for that job because I, I love every single person that I worked with and everything like that. But, and they gave me an amazing opportunity, but it just kind of showed me that is like, what, what are we all working for? So I kind of wanted to take a step back from that. And I mean, like the lockdowns kind of gave that little nudge to be being like, okay, well, I have a little bit more time, maybe I could do some stuff on my own. And I reached out to I reached out to some friends, some other people started reaching out to me being like, I need these little side jobs. And I kind of fell in love with creating these things that were helping others, like get their brand out there or like just helping in any way that I could. And it was so much fun to me that I had a variety of brands to work with rather than just that one staple, um, mm-hmm. staple brand like that I'm they're throwing 24 seven into. But what kind of brought me to like finding the business aspect of it was I was like, I realized that I had enough clients on the side to kind of like replace, not replace because they're still in the picture too. But I had enough to be like, okay, I can say goodbye to a portion of this money and this opportunity because I have so much going on the on the other side of things. And it was kind of that balancing act of being like, okay, am I ready to take the leap? Am I mm-hmm. all that feeling? It's scary, but it's honestly, it was a thrill and I'm so happy I'm here. But then, so a little bit after um, Joey, my fiance and I, we were both doing freelance work on the side and then it kind of just turned into, we, we looked at each other, we're like, why don't we just make this official? And um, because we had a bigger role of clients and like some bigger names come at, come after us. And we just took it as a sign being like, let's just roll with it and make this happen. And I think putting the official name on the company and having mm-hmm. the official proprietorship and everything like that it really made us be, believe like we can do this as a career and we can do stuff that we love every single day and just make our own hours and work from where we want to work. And that's kind of been our dream. So now we're here. We created Verb Studios Creative. Woo! <laughs> yeah. it's that's so exciting. It's a stressful ride and we're learning more and more about each other every day because we literally work beside <laughs> each other and the quarantine situation is not helping anything. But good it's been great not to make this about joey but what did he go to school for and like what was his career sort of before you came together um so joey and i have been together for a while we met when he was in first year university i was in third year university oh so he's younger than (laughs) you he is younger he's a year younger he always makes that very relevant and never lets me forget that i'm older but (laughs) <laughs> so he went to school for um it was called professional writing at at york but it's just journalism 
And so he's always been, he has an incredible talent in writing and just, he kind of like spearheads that whole side of um, the marketing world that we run in our business. But he kind of has, he's always had that like entrepreneurial mindset as well. Like he never really had like that nine to five that kept him down. He was always doing little things here and there on the side. He always was doing freelance work. And then he also started kind of just like tapping into the whole Skillshare world and YouTube and just figuring out how to use these programs that he could use to to his advantage. Um, And then a few years ago, he created um, a skateboard company that he designed t-shirts, he screen printed in his backyard, and he just like made it happen. So he's got a little bit of like the actual business world behind him Mm -hmm. as well. And then But yeah, we came together and we both, we both grew up in entrepreneurial families. So we kind of like, we understood each other with that type of mindset too. So I think that really helped, but yeah, that's where we, that's where we came from. Wow. I love that. Okay. And tell me what a day in your life as Mel looks like, like tell me like a work day, what are you doing from the moment you wake up, include your morning routine to the moment you hit pillow okay okay so this is such a side tangent but yesterday I did like a follow my day on my story (laughs) on Instagram and let me tell you it was exhausting to just I do that every day so welcome girl I I commend you because that was hard I'm literally just taking photos of my day and why is this so exhausting but (laughs) um okay so I usually wake up between like 6 30 to 7 30 depending on the day I'm no like 5 a.m riser I wish I was but I'm just gonna be keeping it real (laughs) um yeah so if I'm up at 6 30 I'm usually doing like a half an hour of like coffee water journaling I love reading I'm like hooked on this book called brainwash right now and it's just like diving into the world of like how we can kind of biohack the way through life and I'm just so I usually have like a book like that on the go or some sort of like business book I'm really into um and then I kind of get moving I try to stretch every morning I'm not gonna say that I do it every morning because I I always forget um (laughs) stretch I try to get some movement in lately I've been like really enforcing having like a 15 to 20 minute walk before work starts because that's it's amazing yeah I noticed that you do that too being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches any meal honestly can get you into a rut especially with a busy schedule this fall you can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 
50RAE and use code 50RAE50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, especially with the lockdown, of course, but being on a screen all day and like it may look like a glamorous life having like an entrepreneur and like a business day planned but it's also like it's a lot of screen work it's a lot of sitting and it's a lot of like frustrating Mm -hmm. things that happen so I love to get out for at least 20 minutes and get my steps in or like go for a quick run recently I've been playing tennis on like this wall that's by my by my place and I think it's so much fun people probably think I'm nuts but I literally just hit a ball against the wall for I feel like that's so elementary school like that's all like I feel like that's what all the boys did like they would just like bounce a ball like they wouldn't have a racket most of the time but they would just like throw balls like against the wall like at recess it it totally is (laughs) and I'm like I don't know if I'm just like channeling something inner child right now but yeah no it's been fun I just find it's like a really easy way to get some movement in in the morning like I'll pop a podcast in and just like go for a walk maybe bring my tennis racket with me and then (laughs) see where the day goes but yeah I'll get I'll get back and it's around like nine I'm like a very slow morning type of person me too yeah I like Joey can just get up and like go straight to the computer and like get get at it I mean like he does his little journaling too here and there but yeah so I usually get back grab another coffee or kind of like make like a bulletproof type of coffee situation and then I have my oats very own brand I'll do like a chia coconut yogurt type of situation yum and then I dive into work and then it's usually like it's kind of a little all over the place right now yesterday I had a full day of client calls and creating like some templates for some people Other days we have like discovery calls with brands that are new to the company and we just kind of figure out like how we're going to mesh together, how we're going to work well together and then creating websites and it's just, it's fun because it's all over the place. But yeah, that's kind of like the bulk of the day during like I usually do like a 20 minute walk or like some sort of movement throughout the day just to kind of like revamp myself and refresh back into Mm -hmm. work mode. And then at the end of the day, Okay, so this is actually a big thing that I didn't realize that was like a big routine for us. But Joey and I, I think it's because we we like live in the social media world. We're always on our phones, always on a screen. Our dinner time (laughs) is so sacred to us. We always are, we're sitting down, we're having like a cooked meal together. Our phones are in the other room and it's literally just like zone out time. Like we don't- That's amazing. Yeah, and I feel like I never really realized that we did that until- I actually did a a different podcast that we started talking about that and like how the importance of having like a collective time to like get together with your partner or your family or something like that and just like really reconnect without being bombarded by all these like social media things or notifications, all of that. So that's been a really important part of our day together. And other than that, we usually throw on a show. I've been into like Hell's Kitchen or Goliath or Mad Men. It's literally all over the map. (laughs) Anything that just like tunes my mind out off of work for a second. And yeah, and then the night is more like if I didn't do a workout during the morning, I'll do a workout at night. Um, I've been loving like Pilates or like kind of slower stuff. I used to be like super, super into 
like high intensity, but it's just been completely slow paced and I'm loving that right now. Um, but yeah, I'll do a little bit of movement. I will get ready for bed. I'll throw, like, if I have a big day the next day, I'll usually write down what exactly I have to do or like my biggest priorities because when I go to sleep, I just have like wild thoughts of just like everything that's going to be coming mm-hmm. up the next day. So I found that writing a list of things to do, like even having like a list beside my bed and being like, if I need to just like brain dump or get all of my thoughts out onto paper, that helps so much. But yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> I love that. On the topic of making like that little to-do list, um, what is the main way you help yourself stay organized and accountable, especially when working for yourself? You don't really have someone besides like your clients hovering over you, making sure that you're meeting your deadlines. What are some ways that you hold yourself accountable and to your deadlines and know what's going on and everything so you don't feel lost. It's so hard sometimes because it is exactly that. It's like you are the only person that's keeping yourself accountable to these actions and to your end goals. And we all know how like goals can fade so fast and you just kind of forget about them or you just, you're like, I'll do that later. So a few things that we have really tried to implement is like setting like scheduling our week is a huge thing for us, like getting into Google Calendar and like setting even meetings with each other. Like we we see each other all the time, but like having that time blocked into our calendar and be like, mm-hmm. hey, we're committing to this this 30 minutes to go over X, Y, and Z. I think that's really important. And just like have setting that date with yourself. Um, I've been doing this a lot with like getting outside for walks or doing stuff that like prioritize my mental health because I've been... I know that's the, those are the things that kind of like trigger me back into work mode and get more productive is when I like actually take the time to rest, which has been Mm -hmm. so important for me. And I felt like once I stepped into like the, like running our own business, I, we've in turn like created this, this lifestyle that we can create our own hours and everything. But I was almost in the mindset of being like, I have to be working all the time. I have to be doing all this stuff. And then that creates so much more stress on everything. Mm -hmm. And when I get into that type of, when I get into that type of mindset, I just like, I feel like my mental health goes and then my productivity goes out the window. So I honestly think like prioritizing the time for just like turning your brain off. And like I said before, like prioritizing the dinners without phones and like actually connecting with people. That's been so, so important for me. But I would say like little things I could definitely suggest like time blocking is huge. I think that goes really hand in hand with what I was just saying, but also like making, making those lists each morning and just prioritizing say you have like 20 things on your list going through it and maybe like putting a star beside five of them. And those are the things that you're going to like 100% get done in that day. And I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't be too hard on yourself if you don't get absolutely everything done in the day. There's, there's always tomorrow, but like figuring out what your priorities are and how, how much you should be prioritizing, I guess. Okay. And do you like to, I know sometimes like for me, I said, okay, Sunday I'm gonna upload a YouTube video every week so I'm gonna spend Saturday and Sunday editing do you like to time batch your time or you mentioned time blocking like do you have a preference in how you do your tasks do you have like certain tasks that you do on a certain day each week what does that look like for you 
Yeah. So Joey and I got to a point where we were, we were always feeling like we needed to do stuff for Verve, our company, but then we we're like, okay, but we have all these other things to do that our clients are our priority, obviously. So we decided we're going to make sure that Mondays are for 100% our business. Like we're going to make it priority and we're going to create content on those days for our business. We're going to get like our finance stuff done our admin stuff done. And that those go into like a little bit more of detail of just like kind of like being like eight to 10 AM is strictly for like what we're running through for the week. And we kind of have like our meeting together and then we break off to be like, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And you do, you do what you're good at. And we're going to come together as a kind of like a, a, a force together, but working on different mm-hmm. things, I guess. And, but yeah, that's been a huge thing about, um, for us, our productivity has gone up so much just by creating that one day that you're you're like okay my mind is focused on one thing I need mm-hmm. to get x y and z done and then tomorrow we can worry about that and like when it had when it's broken down like that I find that uh, my brain just like it starts it starts to get revved up right because like if you jump around from task to task your brain is like whoa what is going on mm-hmm. like I, I wouldn't be able to do like start writing out an essay and then be expected to do like a bunch of math problems right away right so mm-hmm. I feel like it is really important to kind of like get in your groove and like in the creative industry especially as you find that flow state of work so like creating um a website it's the, it's like you kind of get into that flow like 20 minutes in rather than just like right off the bat. You get the groove of mm-hmm. things and I'm sure that's with you too. Like you just start, it, it's like an avalanche of productivity. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people forget like we're so productivity like everything, but there's also efficiency. Like Absolutely. you could be productive and get all these things done, but like it could also take you the whole day to do five things or you could be really efficient with your time and time block it and you're able to complete that whole task opposed to part of it or within a short amount of time. So that's why I love time blocking and time batching. Tell me what is something you love about your job and something that you don't necessarily love Okay. because everyone is so convinced that they have to love every single aspect of their job. And if they don't, then they haven't found their passion. I feel like that's a huge thing with millennials and Gen Z, but the reality is you're not going to love every single part. So tell me what you love and what you don't necessarily love. I like this question because it's like, it's like anything in life, right? Like you're not going to go about your day and absolutely love everything that you have to do. Like I absolutely hate doing my taxes, but like I have to do it. (laughs) So it's just part of it. And I think that I'm definitely learning that day by day with the business too. I can say that I love creating and like having the freedom to just like brainstorm ideas and like stuff like that for brands. But I hate doing emails and but that's just like it runs its course it has to go with it like you can't get you can't communicate in a business world without emails so I'm gonna learn Mm -hmm. my tactics on like how to how to better it and how to make it a little bit more manageable I haven't gotten all the way to this but I saw somebody that I've been working with and she's just such an inspiration to like the whole business mindset and everything that I've come across. But she has literally in her email, like sign off. She's like, please excuse my delay in response. I only respond to emails between the times of nine to five, three days a week. And so I'm like, 
that is just setting yourself up for success because like I'm the person when an email comes in, I'm like, oh, I have to do that right now. Mm -hmm. But it just gets in the way of like your entire day. And like if a simple email that could wait an hour or so can stop all of that like flow state creating and like all this stuff, then like what's the purpose of creating that like time blocking time? So I'm still getting a lot better at that, but like really creating boundaries for yourself and just like, I guess, I mean, a little bit of the motivation comes like from wanting to be a good client partner and just having those expectations of your business partner, but also these clients on the other side that you're like, I fully believe in you. So I want to do a good job for you. That's obviously, that's something that it's just like taking pride in your work and all that that every business owner has but yeah it's just finding finding that balance between it I would say like my my favorite part of it is just being able to have the creative freedom to like this sounds so cliche but like literally bring people's vision to life like I I had a client that she graduated from nutrition school and she had this vision of creating this beautiful community and somewhere that people can feel like at home. And mm-hmm. we literally created from scratch, created her mantra, created her her logo, her website, like all the branding colors that encapsulated everything that she wanted to be a part of the brand. So it's like, it is such a cool feeling at the end of the day being like, we just created that out of nothing and it's made someone so happy. So yeah, I think that's definitely like the the best part of it. I'm truly, truly grateful for it. I love that. I think that's like something that I've always loved. I've always loved like one, being creative, but helping others and like seeing how it's impact their lives and like really allowing what they were struggling with or where they were lost in and helping them find that solution or finding that path or guiding them along that. That's like what drew me and continues to drive me to create my platform and to continue to post on so many different platforms. I mean, you helped me with my website, like Mel, like for you, the listeners listening, like she helped me create my website yeah. and like bring my vision to life. Like I knew what I wanted. I just didn't know how to articulate it. Um, so I think that's incredible. Do you ever deal with imposter syndrome? I know I personally do. I feel like it's a hot topic. Yeah. Do you ever struggle with that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so another thing that's so hard. I think it's just everybody, it's something that everybody deals with and it's just creating those, those boundaries with yourself and, and like always, I I usually constantly remind myself, like I, I mean, these are more like affirmations rather than reminding myself, but like, I can do this. I've done it before. I've I've done X, Y, and Z. I think it's really important and not talked about enough to have something like an accomplishment list. I think a lot of people have like goal setting lists and um, like vision boards and all that. And I think that's really important, but almost having the accomplishment board or something like that, that is like success stories that you've created yourself that you've already manifested and you've already created all of these things. That's like, you can look back to and be like, okay, I don't have to feel as scared or worried or like worry about if I'm good enough because look at all the things that I've already done here. I I totally feel imposter syndrome sometimes, but I think it's just finding that, that little voice in your head that's stronger than the negative. And Mm-hmm. really tapping into your inner confidence and I know that's it's way easier said than done <laughs> but yes <laughs> like truly finding that inner confidence and being like if I believe in this and I believe in myself like I know I can do it 
Mm -hmm. I love that. In terms of clients, I don't know, like, are you at the point where clients are reaching out to you? Are you going out and pitching yourself? Is it, I'm assuming it's a little bit of both. What is that process like? So this is actually a huge question that I had when I first started getting into this because I, it's definitely been a word of mouth type of situation. So Mm -hmm. kind of like our philosophy is just putting absolutely everything into a client and like giving, almost like giving more. And in turn, it'll come back to you. Like we had this one client that I, that we worked with that she told, she told her friend that owns a boutique, she told her husband about us and she like, it, it kind of like trickled on from there. Mm-hmm. And I think having that like client relationship and like really, really caring about the brand that you're building it brings that in. So we personally haven't really been reaching out to people. Um, we've always been really super grateful for the opportunities that have come to us. And again, the, um, the nine to five that I was working before, uh, my bosses in those situations, they're literally like, like almost like family to me now. And they, mm-hmm. they like really, they really appreciate what the the type of work that I put in for them and they've seen kind of how we've grown in the past and like created this business. So they, they're like, Hey, we'll always support you. And we're, we're internally or externally grateful for everything that you Mm -hmm. guys have done for us. So we're going to send you, send you clients. So, I mean, I always say yes, being online and like having this community and like Instagram is great and all that stuff, but the people that you know around you have so many so many mm-hmm. roads that give you can that can give you opportunities too. So I mean, it sounds super cliche, but just like being a good person and truly caring and like always, always being true to your friendships and like everything like that. Like everybody has these new opportunities arise or knows somebody that needs a logo or anything like that. So I think it all kind of comes full circle. But the word of mouth has definitely been the biggest growing factor for us. That's amazing. I've always like in I remember in high school I was in a marketing course and it was set up like the apprentice and my I was going to say professor, my teacher yeah. at the time asked us what's more important, who you know or what you know. And yes, what you know is like so important, but what's going to get you places at the end of the day unfortunately or fortunately is who you know and I've learned that already so much in trying to find internships and I even like connecting people from like the food and beverage industry because that's where I kind of had my first like big girl job yeah um like it really is who you know and those connections you make with those people that will really help benefit you and whether it be in a personal standpoint or a professional standpoint you can see that with your company that it's really helped you so that's amazing yeah and we're gonna start to wrap it up but what is one piece of advice that you can leave the listeners with if they only take one thing from this whole episode what do you want them to take I feel like values is such a buzzword right now but like truly tapping into like what makes you you and figuring out those core values that you have and implanting those into your passions so you figure out what you love and what you love to do on a daily basis, but also when you pair that with creating creating things with your personal values, I think that those will resonate so much further with people because there's obviously some other people out there that care about the same things as you do. So really tapping into and like figuring out what makes you you and finding that authentic self in your 
in your words, in your creations, in like everything that you do just by living your day-to-day life. Um, I know that it's, it's like kind of a broad statement to just be like, be authentic and all that stuff. But I, I, it couldn't be, I think it couldn't be more true, like to find that true version of yourself and really, and find out the ways that you can tap that into your career. So you don't dread going to work. So you don't have this nine to five that is like draining you. It's like actually providing you more joy and more energy and things that you are excited to wake up, wake up for in the morning. So yeah, I think that just like really fine tuning those little things that you encapsulate in your business or your mindset or anything like that. Like I think it adds so much value to your day-to-day life. And then I also want to say like, just because you don't know how to do something doesn't mean that it should stop you. I think that we we touched on this a little bit, but like there are so mm-hmm. many outlets out there that you can figure it out. If you want to be a graphic designer and you haven't gone to school or you don't know the first thing about design, but you have that eye and you have that feeling that you're like, I think I could do that. Spend a couple hours on YouTube or like figuring out something, research some courses, try it out. And like, I guarantee you will be able to like shock yourself in what you can teach yourself in a couple of hours. So yeah. 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 I love that. <laughs> Never say like you can't do it until you try. Like you won't know until you try. And that's always been like my biggest thing. And I feel like as a kid, like it's so easy. Like you want, you're like so curious and you're so open because you don't have like these past like negative connotations or experiences to prohibit you from moving forward. But try to go in with like that, like child like mindset where you're kind of like oblivious and you just like don't think about the failures or the negative outcomes you just go into it and just let yourself try oh absolutely yeah yeah love it and plug yourself out where can the listeners find you how can they see all your amazing services and everything plug it all out okay pimping myself out I have my Instagram and beautiful community at Manuka Sunday. Manuka with two A's because I was deactivated a couple months ago. And I yes, sadly. Sadly, <laughs> um, But yeah, we just have a good time. It's a warm welcome community. And then I would love for you to come and join. So Manuka Sunday on Instagram. I have my blog that's attached to that. But um, you can find our business at uh, Verve Studios Creative on Instagram. And then that'll take you to vervestudios.com uh, and you can find all our services. But other than that, I am Instagrammed out, so I never use my personal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and then also we have our own podcast, Songs for Your Sunday. Yes, and it's amazing. And I'll have it all linked down below in the show notes. I don't know why I always say down below. I think it's like a YouTube thing. (laughs) But it will be linked in the show notes. Obviously, well, thank you so much for coming on Morning Ray. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me, to give the listeners some valuable information that could potentially help them. So thank you so much. Of course. This was so much fun. I appreciate it and grateful for having you a part of the community oh thank you if you guys liked this episode make sure to rate review and subscribe as it really helps support the pod i love you guys so much and we'll chat soon bye guys
When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons to save on your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Kroger makes it easy to save while you shop, whether it's in-store or online, so you get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big on your next purchase. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. 